You are listening to the Build Your Network podcast. If you're tired of the old way of networking, the business cards, the awkward conversations, and the aggressive pitches, but you know how crucial your network is to your success in life, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Build Your Network, the only top-rated show committed to helping you master content networking, foster real relationships, increase your authority, and build the network of your dreams. Listen in on conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, authors, thought leaders, and more as we deconstruct their best strategies for your success. So get ready to burn your business cards, ditch the name tag, and discover the new way to network with your host, Travis Chappell. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Build Your Network podcast. JJ, thanks for joining us on today's show. What's up, man? We're both in Vegas right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're, Virtual, you're, you're, but almost in person. Virtual in person. I'm, I'm at the win. I feel like I'm in some Dubai Arabic hotel, maybe because <laughs> I've got the Arab beard right now. And, you know, it's 10 a.m. Let's roll. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, first of all, give me some context because reading through your bio, it's uh, pretty interesting that you started your career kind of in the content space. But Talk to me a little bit about being a magician. How did that kind of end up on the radar? How did you decide to uh, to follow that path? Dude, 16 years ago, I wanted to do two things. I'm from Sydney, Australia. I wanted to stand on stage. I wanted to tell everybody who I am and what I do. And I started my career as a, as a magician. You know, I was a kid that learned it longer, you know? At the end of the day, the difference between you and me doing magic is I just learned a longer. Like the next kid learns piano, the next kid mm-hmm. plays with gadgets, you know? So I that was where what took me all around the world. I met cultures, I met work with big clients, I made cash, I worked in many different countries. And that was the catalyst and the sort of the first in to understand everything that I'm doing today from personal branding to digital marketing to speaking to selling to promoting you to realizing marketing is more important than talent you know marketing is more important than skills you know yeah. and now in 2022 I'm in this lane now which I love where I really help people who are experts in their own way mm-hmm. you know they're they've got a high amount of skill but they struggle of getting people to know them getting yeah. people to listen to them, getting people mm-hmm. to pay them a lot of money. Yeah. So now my job is to build that and help them do that. Yeah. I mean, obviously the landscape has changed throughout your career as far as what marketing looks like. You know, now we're talking yeah. about the metaverse, you know, and a couple of years ago, if you would have said, you know, I want to be a Facebook ads person, you know, you'd be like, that role doesn't even exist. What are you talking about? Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about how the landscape of personal branding was when you started your career versus how it's evolved, you know, in the past couple of years. Well, I'll tell you what wasn't around the world personal branding. Hmm. There was no such thing as personal branding. You know, when I was an entertainer, our job was always to self promote. I never had an agent. I didn't have like a big cool manager, you know. So it was just a lot of knocking on doors like, hey, this is what I do. I'm the best. Here's my business card. Here's my HTML website that I paid some guy to do that I got probably overpriced on. So, and that's not what you do now. (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that I charge people overpriced websites. No, I don't do that. But, you know, no. So, but I really understood throughout the journey of me doing magic, and and here's the other thing too. I wasn't just doing magic. I was speaking. I worked on TV. I ran a nightclub, and and I realized people aren't buying the product; they're buying you. You know, I would get booked for big shows here in Vegas, and I wasn't the best magician, but I was the magician who could connect. Yeah, who is likable. Who you could they they could feel like oh this person make these makes me feel special I remember him mm-hmm. so now that I'm very present to this in 2022 I'm like oh all those times throughout the last 17 years of traveling to 30 countries I'm like oh that made sense why I got that opportunity now 
I wasn't present to it, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. personal branding, selling you and not the product has been, as my opinion, super powerful because, you know, a, these could not be cool anymore in two years. Let's say mm-hmm. someone goes, these all give you cancer. Now no one wears them anymore. But you know what doesn't die? You, mm-hmm. your, co- your content, your character. Like you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna die. So this is so much easier to sell than this, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And yeah. humans buy from humans. They don't buy from Apple. They buy from a human. Yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask about that then, because I think a lot of people have that imposter syndrome, right? Like, I'm not the best magician. I'm not the best right. salesperson. I'm not the best branding expert. I'm not the best podcaster. And they allow that to basically tell themselves a no. They don't even bother asking somebody. Yeah. And if they do, it's very timid yeah. and, you know, can you please help me sort of request. How do you kind of audit yourself to see where you can bring value and where you can stand out, even if you're not the best in your field, which unless you're one of the names that we read about in, you know, on the cover of Forbes, you're probably not the best in your field. So how do you find a way to add value to a relationship? Well, well, to pause on that question, the best in the field is what Forbes says. That's like labels, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's value. Like they're not the best in their field. They're right, the ones sure. that are most seen, you know, but you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think the big thing with personal branding and, and I know a lot of people here have skill sets. And as you said before, our, our call, like how do, how do I get people to, to listen to me and connect with me and learn from me and then to see me as someone valuable? I think the biggest thing at the beginning is your mindset. Mm-hmm. And I know people must be rolling their eyes. Oh, we've heard all the mindset tricks, but think about this. I work with a lot of people and when you work with me one-to-one, the first two weeks is, I call it bring out the demons, Mm. you know, bring out the fears. And the number one fear that people say to me is they say, I'm an introvert or the label, sorry. I'm an introvert and I'm shy. And you know what I do is I tell them this, who told you that? Mm. And I let that pin drop and they go this, I told myself that. Mm. And I said, so what else do you think you're telling yourself every day? I don't, I'm not worth it. I'm not on Forbes. No one will listen to me. Mm-hmm. I don't have a pocket square. I'm not handsome. I'm not pretty. I don't have a million followers verified. Or you're blocking the world out because you're telling, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. How about I am? So mm-hmm. I think the big, the big thing is the first thing we got to watch what we're saying. Because mm-hmm. you, you attract what you tell the world. Yeah. It's, 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 an, it's like it's pretty simple. Yeah. So I, I think that's the first element. And then I think the second element with that is... I always tell people, you deserve to tell your story. People listening right now, you know you're you know you're good at what you do. You know if someone pays you money, you can do a good job and deliver. Right. right? So why don't you tell more people about that? Hmm. Like who gives you the right to tell the world you're not good enough? Yeah. You know? And yeah. don't you hate it, man, when you see someone on TV or on the media or someone in your space, you're like, that guy's an idiot. And yeah. you ever had that feeling? Like, right. Yeah. That guy's, that guy's Daily, terrible. Yeah. yeah, that guy's he doesn't even know what he's talking about. But then I realized as the PR mind, you know what he's done? His talent was low, but his marketing was good. Mm-hmm. Why don't yeah. you, t- why don't, why don't skillful, talented people do the same? Yep. So imagine if you have skill, talent and marketing, shit, man, you are on fire. Yeah. They can't yeah. break you, you know? This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers 
Agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at Indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to Indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yeah, I talk about that all the time with people because there's a big trend when you see someone go viral, or you see someone who's a huge influencer and people just go, oh, they're stupid and they're this. And I've always argued like there's nobody who is on the cover of magazines or on television or has a reality show that doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying that everyone has a really valuable insight to offer because there's people who truly don't have a lot of advice or a lot going on, but they deserve in the sense of they put the marketing cap on, they found a way to make the connections, they found a way to make it happen. And I think that mindset shift's really, really important. I want to ask this question. You know, we ask everybody that comes on the show, do you think that who you know or what you know is more important? Because obviously, you know, when you're branding and you're doing things, you can do some of that on your own. But how important are relationships in kind of developing that that brand? Yeah, well, they say it's not who it's not it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Mm, yeah, let's even change that up. And I even said this to a client yesterday. You could have all the numbers on your phone. You can scroll. Oh, Justin Bieber. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Oh, Elon Musk. Having Elon Musk's phone number is not cool. You know what's cool? You call him and he picks up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let that let that sit in for a second. I have a lot of contacts on my phone. I have a lot of people that you know I could probably call. But the biggest thing for me, which I love, is if I call someone and obviously they they pick up or they call me back. Oh, I'm value to them. Mm-hmm. I'm value to them. Yeah. So I I think at the end of the day, like I think it's about like who appreciates you, who respects you, who trusts you. You know, I talk about yeah. that a lot online. Trust is the biggest problem, man. Yeah. Dude, it's very, you can put a filter on Instagram, you can buy followers, you can, you know, rent a Lambo, you can rent a car. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, it, it's, it does matter, but it just shows you how easy it is to get in front of people. But it's like trust. Yeah. People, are, people are scared to invest their time and money with someone because they've been burnt. So how do you get more trust? Yeah. Yeah. Well, before we move into our final round here, I do want to ask uh, for people that are interested, if they are interested in building more trust, they're interested in getting the name out there. How do you help people do that? And what's the best way for them to connect with you and find out more about that? Yeah, man. Yeah. So if you're listening right now and you go, you know what? Like, I understand what Jay's saying a little bit. Like, I, I really feel like I think I need some direction on how to build a brand, especially in 2022. You know, what I'd love to do is just learn more about you, right? Like, as we all say, I need to know that I can actually fix the problem that you think you have. A lot of people, and we I've done it, right? I need marketing. No, you need mindset. 
I need mindset. No, you need to pick up the phone and start dialing. No, you actually need to go to the gym and actually get your headset and mindset in check before you do that. So I think it's just making sure that we're a right fit and making sure that I can really help you. So aceofspadesagency.com, aceofspadesagency.com or DM me at jjlive at J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-B-E. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll, I know we have a few minutes left here, so I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions I'd like to ask everybody at the end of our show. Number one, what profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? A male escort. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are in Vegas for a couple of days, so uh, maybe you could try it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll just do a little, little side gig, you know? So I, <laughs> I think, I, I think I, I, and, when, and let me give context behind that. I think there's something very elusive about the secrecy that no one else knows. I think it's that, like being, a, being Jason Bourne. Right. Like walking into a place, no one even knows anything. And you're like, or hitman. Imagine like legally, obviously about killing people. Like right. imagine that mindset of a hitman getting a text on your phone, like win hotel, 1030, right. send me a photo once it's done, make it a right. hundred grand. <laughs> <laughs> Would be interesting. Hey, you could try yeah. out either of those professions uh, if you want to. Yeah, if you could exactly. sit on a park bench with anybody past or present and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? I like Alan Watts. Hmm. Alan Watts is, you know who Alan Watts is? He's the, is he the performance coach? No, no. no. Alan, Alan Watts is like this philosophical genius. And he, he's got a video on the internet called, what would you do if money was not an object? You can put him in the background when you're working out. You can like, when you're like at the computer, he makes you think. Huh. And he's super, he's got a great voice. Alan Watts, A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T-S. And he has a great philosophy on life. And he brings you back to sanity. Hmm. He talks about like, what if money wasn't an object? What would you do? How would you really live what your life? Mm -hmm. Because too many people waste time spending things they're doing to impress others they shouldn't be doing. And it just goes, you're right. Because we get lost, man. We get lost. This machine here tells us what we should be eating, what we should be doing, what we should be looking at, like how many likes should we have? That's big for me to say, right? That's what I do for a living, but I get it. But I get it so I can manage it. I can right. control it. I'm like, do that. Don't do that. This is why that's important. Don't do that. Like, I want to be the wizard. No. So I know exactly what to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the knowing is half the battle. If you're aware of it, you can, like you said, you can, you can control it. You can manage yeah, it. Dude. You can leverage yeah. it instead if of it you, leveraging if you. you. If, yeah. If you go into a magic show, you know, you're going to be fooled and you're probably going to laugh. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like knowing what's going to happen before it's going to happen. I think so many people forget that this is a game. This is like a big machine and you can play it or you can let it play you. No, absolutely. Uh, how do you like to learn best? Is it books, blogs, podcasts? Uh, what's your, what's your favorite way to consume the information? Oh, I'll tell you what it is. And it's not books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like books, but I actually learn best immersiveness, immersive mm-hmm. experience. So I, I've, and I've really tested this because it bothered me. I'm like, is it bad that I don't read books or like I'm not a, because everyone says you got to read a book a day, you know, but at the end of the day, isn't it just information? Mm-hmm. Like a book is a page of information. So what happens if you got that from an audio book? What happens if you got that from actually watching it in person? So I'm a visual learner, but I'm a person who needs to watch do yeah. me reading making sense, but I want to like jump into it, you know? Right. Absolutely. Give me a glimpse of your morning routine. <laughs> I don't wake up at 4am and no ice three bath. hours of meditation. <laughs> yeah. Right. No ice bath, no, no bone broth, no writing 16 pages of my gratitude journal, walking barefoot on the grass because I'm trying to be present with the earth. People are laughing right now, but the problem is that people waste four hours right. in the yeah. morning. And they wonder where their day goes, dude. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, listen, 
if that works for you and you're if you're you know slaying deals and getting stuff done congratulations i just know so many people that waste four hours in the morning with all that stuff and at the end of the day they could cut 90 percent of it and still get the same result the reason why pr it feels cool oh i'm reading the journal like it makes you feel important yeah right it sounds good so, in an interview yeah yeah, it sounds good. It sounds sexy to sound paper. It sounds sexy to put on a profile. I did this. Oh, wow. He's he's so he's so into himself. Dude, I wake up. I have an espresso. I write out my goals just for my own purposes, right? I don't even need to write them every day because I know, but I like to write them just since my thing. Mm-hmm. I have my coffee. I hit the gym. I put on my suit of power. I let, ride rock and roll. 90 minutes yeah. later, I'm trained. I'm high from caffeine and I'm ready to go. That's yeah. important to me. Yeah, that's awesome. What is your go-to pump-up song? Bruno Mars Treasure is pretty good because hmm. it's like, let's go. Robin Robin Thick Back Together is pretty good. Michael Jackson Rock With You is pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. But dude, what, uh, what about what about some Bee Gees? I've been listening yeah, to Bee Gees I love lately. The, I love the Bee Gees. Dude, dude Bee Gees, yeah. Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. Oh my god, they're Bee they're Gees. incredible. Yeah, I I watched uh, I watched Saturday Night Fever as a goof, and oh. I was like, I was like, disco is not dead. This is good. <laughs> this is good stuff. So we're and uh, yeah, my my wife. Uh, I don't know what her mileage is, but like I started listening obsessively to them. Yeah, I love oh. love the Bee Gees. What is something that you're not very good at? I know exactly this answer. There's two things. So, and I'll give you context of it. I am terrible. Well, my team is going to cut this up and use it against me. I'm terrible at putting stuff together. Mm. Like, you know, when Amazon comes, dude, no. if, unless it's like A plus B equals C, if there's a bolt in it, oh, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, I can't do this. Dude, I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm not like, if, if I was on the amazing race, the way they would get me is they'd be like, hey, listen, we want you to build this house from sticks. Mm. I'd be like, oh, I saw my out. I'm not yeah. the sugar. Yeah, I'm <laughs> terrible at. I'm. I, I just my brain doesn't process. It just no. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, last question. Where's the number one place online people can find you? I know you mentioned a couple URLs, but what's the number one best way to contact you directly? You know, Instagram's really great, and I'll and I'll tell you why because it's a great way to showcase who you are, what you do, what you're about, what you stand for, clients you've had. It gives across your personality ASAP. Mm-hmm. And it builds a, a, an intense amount of trust. So by the time someone jumps on a phone call with me or fills out an application form, I want them to know I'm the right guy. They can trust me. I've had results for other people. Now, as I thought, we're naked together. And when I mean naked, they're at zero and I'm at zero. They don't like, uh, you, have to, you have to prove yourself to me. They go, mm-hmm. okay, actually, he could be the guy to help me, but I'm going to fill this out because I need to be clear that I'm the right guy for them. Yeah. So that's why I tell people like, remember, like people Google you. So if you Google yourself and you're not comfortable with what comes up, you should fix that. We can help you with that. But like people have never Googled themselves before and they'll find an old photo of them in school or in college or maybe out drinking or, you know, there's an old post of them or an old job. People make decisions like that. Ah, they're not for us. Why? Mm-hmm. They won't even be present to it. Man. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, ah, we're going to use the girl that because she looks safe online. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and I uh, hope you enjoy your time in Vegas. And for anybody who's listening, uh, be sure to check the link in the show notes, connect with JJ online and uh, see if he'd be a good fit to help you uh, kind of improve your personal brand. But again, JJ, thanks so much for doing this. Got you. That's it for this episode. If you want to connect with Travis and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join his free Facebook group, Podcast to Profit. Travis will see you there. And remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.